0: In a world of
1: bus schedules and business calls, sidestep into a realm of Koigyu casting in Klingons. Okay, people, get your geek on. Hi, everyone, it's April 11th, 2015, and you're listening to Episode 100! Episode 100! ...of Knit One Geek 2. I'm Karen. I'm Maggie. And we're coming to you from...
0: (laughs) Time Circle Loop.
1: (laughs) Well, the remnants of it. (laughs) We were kind of stuck... Yes, we kind of got stuck in a time loop there, and we kept having to record this episode over, over and, and over. over and over again. And if
0: if anybody out there in the real world is wondering why you haven't heard from us
1: because <laughs> or... <laughs> we recorded two weeks ago and and it was an entirely unusable yeah all hour and whatever of content it was. We tried, guys. We really tried. And we have not been able to get together
0: since, (laughs) because holy Jesus. So we have taken the baseball bats, and we have beaten our way out of the time loop. And smashed the offending technology. Because it was technology that was responsible.
1: Yes. Lord.
0: (laughs) We really did try. But we're finally here! Okay, so you're just going to have to take a deep breath with us, (laughs) and just... Uh, be thankful that you weren't on that ride with us.
1: Yes, that profanity-filled ride.
0: <laughs> Anyways, let's go on to happier things, like yes. knitting. Yes, knitting. And you may have to bear with us, because remember, this will be our third time...
1: <laughs> recording some of this. ...telling
0: you some of this information. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which, I mean, sure, some people would say we should have it done by now, but this is us. This is us,
0: yeah. You know, I could just say, you know, squiddly diddly do. you remember I told you about that before. Oh, wait, I didn't tell you about that yes.
1: before. I think there are entire projects I have started and finished. Yes. So anyways, shall I start? Yes, go ahead. All right. Welcome def- go. Adventures in Knitting. Inve- adventures in Knitting
0: in a galaxy far, far away and a very long time ago. Yes. So going all the way back to the curving of the year, if that tells you anything, yes. I was in a Wilda's package swap for the Dresden Files it was the Dress of Files package swap that was found on Ravelry. It was a uh, group. This is my very, very first package swap, so I was a little bit nervous.
1: Yeah, it's part of the Odd Duck, Duck. Swaps. Yeah. Is the name of the group.
0: At, at this point, it's been so long, and
1: I've
0: held and had so many things. I know that um the person that I sent to in Kansas mm-hmm. is Tangled Threads. Hi! Yep. Hi! And uh, some of the things that I did for her, because at, at least one part of the package had to be... Uh, something that you handmade it didn't necessarily have to be knitting, but you did have to hand make it and you had to put at least two hours of effort into it yeah you know um, they took for granted that you know different people have different schedules and yeah. availability to do it but this is the minimum requirements. We all had to uh, fill out questionnaires. What was our favorite part about the books? What were the parts we don't like? Who's your favorite baddie? Who's your favorite goodie? And also things like, are you allergic to any kind of fiber? Or, mm-hmm. Are there things that you don't like? Or would you prefer to receive chocolatey goodies or spice goodies or things like or that? Or salty
1: goodies. Or, or yeah. salty
0: goodies or no goodies at all and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back through my my Rolodex in my head. <laughs> it's not a computer anymore, it's a gerbil going through a Rolodex. <laughs> and at the with the week that I've had at work, my gerbil has given up and has gone to smoke weed. <laughs>
1: okay? I spent I think my gerbil's dead.
0: <laughs> I I spent thirty six hours looking for a drop shipment order that did not exist. Okay? At that point my gerbil said I'm done. Okay. So let's see. What did I sent? I sent her, I know she liked dark rose coffee. Yep. So I sent her some of that. Oh, this was the fun part that you helped me with. I hand spun some yarn. Yes. Plied it. And I had Miss Karen dye it. Dye it and it was dyed really icy cold colors. Mm-hmm. I also did some artwork of um, one of her favorite baddies, the Chloro Fiend, which is a, fey kind of leafy green monster, if you couldn't have figured that out, I also got some help from the Dresden Files fan filming group in Denver, Colorado. They were gracious enough to uh send me some pictures
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and and actually sign them, you know, yes, yeah. and good stuff like that, and um, actually, Matt, the guy who plays Harry, helped me name the yarn <laughs> because I had made her the cowl called Fuego. Mm -hmm. The pattern is literally called Fuego, which is one of Harry Dresden's favorite spells. The yarn colorway name was called Infrigia, which is the other spell that he uses now that he's the Winter Knight. Also, Mm -hmm. side note, Matt's girlfriend Gilly is also the artist who does Knit Princess. So, you know, really nice sort of like tie-in right there. She she totally got what I was trying to do. (laughs) I also made her a poster that because she has a an, an apartment, she doesn't do a lot of knickknacks. So I wanted her art to be kind of useful. Mm-hmm. So it is a big two-foot by three-foot poster. And with their permission, I put all the picture you know, pictures of all of the cast members in their character poses and stuff <coughs> around the poster with Bob at the top with glowing orange mm-hmm. eyes and what looks like spell components. And, you know, I highlighted the important days like Harry's birthday and... Stuff like yeah. that. So I did that. <laughs> Gerbil, come back here! Dang it! <laughs> oh, it, it, oh! I also designed for her because uh, in one of the first books, they highlight how a potion is made, and it it takes into account certain amount of spell components for each of the senses and for the mind and for the spirit. I actually made a design for that spell. And got it printed on the side of a coffee mug for her. And I'm like, <laughs> if there is anything for a pick-me-up potion, it should go on a coffee, coffee mug. mug. Yeah. I didn't send her like goodies to eat because she had she was celiac, so yep. she preferred that she didn't uh, have any of those things. Also sent her some stitch markers that I actually got from a friend of mine who does a beading and jewelry thing. Um, I'll mention her thing later. It's shards of Bifrost. Mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember. You were with me for this. Anyways, so that's one of the packages that I send out. I'm really sorry if I can't remember a lot of the rest because, like I said, Rolodex, gerbil, weed. Um <laughs> But then I received a package, and I yes. kind of forgot that part of the equation. <laughs> I was more focused on getting mine out and going, okay, okay, I did it, I did it, I did it by the completion date. Oh, yeah, I said I made her, because <laughs> she prefers uh, accessories, I made her a hat and... A cowl, and I thought the cowl was perfect because it was blue flames in it. The name of the pattern was Fuego.
1: Mm-hmm. It was perfect.
0: So this package I got, I could tell who it was from as soon as I went to pick it up at the post. Because <laughs> only one country has Designs that like these, it? beautiful design on the outside <laughs> of the frickin' boxes. Yeah. So what Wilda had done as the person sending stuff to me... She had written me fanfic and put me in it, which was, ep- like, she had me, um, one of the requests that came in, and I'm putting in air quotes here, from my sender, mm-hmm. was that I record my, the opening, and it didn't have to be, you know, just the mic, and I'm like, well, yeah. I've got the camera, I'll video record myself, that's not a big problem, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not camera shy. So I opened the box, and I look in it, and it's just filled with all of these individually wrapped things and I can see from the top and I'm like and I look up at the camera and they're like there's a number thirteen or fourteen in here. Like there's a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> okay, instructions were for were to open the manila envelope first and I open it and this this huge story just comes out. <laughs> and I'm to read through the story and open the package when I'm directed to in the story. Mm-hmm. And each package is numbered. Now, something I love, she took a lot of the things about me really well to heart. Okay, yeah. so I am an apprentice of Harry's. I am also working with Karen Murphy. Mm-hmm. And I am Taekwondo Coolio <laughs> and stuff. Oh, yeah, and by the way, everybody, I test for my black belt on July of this year. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to faint. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on Cutting all of this down Because I realize that If I keep going on like this You're gonna have no time Yes <laughs> So We built a potion In the story We built a potion And she had put a bunch of stuff Into the package For the potion So For the potion base There was I think it was A mochaccino coffee Instant mochaccino coffee So for sight There was emerald green yarn That she
1: had spun herself Yes
0: For Taste there was dark chocolate, which is a total duh for me. That I had to really,
1: su- I never would have suspected. I that. had to
0: hide that from the elf. I literally took it to the office because the elfling just started bypassing me, saying, "Hi, mom, can I have some chocolate?" And he's already nose deep into the mm-hmm. into the pantry, going, "No, that's mine." <laughs> uh, for scent, she sent me a nice big bar of lush, mm-hmm. and and you know, you just open that, and your entire house smells like glades of heaven. <laughs> Uh, for hearing, it was a secret that I whispered into the cauldron. Mm-hmm. So that is, you know. For touch, it was roving that mm-hmm. she had sent. And it was one of those uh, transition color rovings. Yeah. I'm like... Aah! For spirit, she had sent rune stitch markers mm-hmm. with Norse runes on them. And for mine, she had sent me a book about fairies. So yeah. I was like studying up on what we were going to investigate. Now, while that was bubbling away... Harry also had more arsenal for me. He gave me booties, which are basically really cool socks that had Mm -hmm. really cool construction to camouflage my steps. Also mittens Mm -hmm. that had helixes on them. Those are pretty. That were, oh my god, I wore them from that, like, the very next morning going to work on, on me. And I'm like (laughs) showing them off to people at work. I don't care if you're not an editor. You're gonna look at these and you're gonna love it. <laughs> Every time I swung my arms it was just like Harry's rings in the story. Every time I swung my arms a little bit of kinetic energy would be held back so mm-hmm. that if I had to boom shield goes up. Also, I got a hand me down from Elaine, which was, was the big mm-hmm. lacy sort of uh, scarf or stole. Yes. Is it's a good size scarf or a small stole and it's lacy and it's made of, you know, dove feathers and angel whispers and things like that. <laughs> And it's part of the... Uh, A.K.A.
1: Merino Silk.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's part of the Celtic shawl book that by Lucy Haig that I'd been lusting after. Yeah. Also, I got a green lightsaber, which is a green merino, like, yarn thing. Yeah. That was named, the colorway name was Green Saber. Yes. And then uh, to go into battle, Mouse is going with us, and to dangle off of his collar were two amethyst healing stones, and I'm giggling a little bit bit here cuz I'm like the do- the dog's got two bollocks yeah it's two stones <laughs> but um it was two skeins of n- niche yarn yep and the last thing was cuz you know bobs bobs my favorite bobs my love bob is my love in my heart <laughs> a project bag that had fairy fire on the outside and it was lined with material for bot with bob on the inside and i'm like <laughs> I cannot cope with this. <laughs> I cannot cope. I cannot cope. It was the most, I like, I took the package with me to knit night. The yes. The next time and I just showed her, look at this. Oh, my God. Okay. So there was that. I did start making the kind of shawl in Loki Doki that I had received last year as a birthday gift from the illustrious yep. Michelle. Uh That was from Indigo Dragonfly. And I have since finished it, sent it. And it got to its recipient who is very, she opened it, uh, at her diner. Like her, her neighborhood is so well, like knows mm-hmm. each other so well. The postman left it for her at the diner she always goes to. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, okay, if that's what makes you happy, whatever. I'm freaking out a little bit, but okay. Um, so she said, I had a, I had an audience when I opened it up and got to hold it up. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes me feel, you know, that whole knit worthy thing where yes. everybody oozes and ahs over it, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I like that. I am also knitting at the moment the Vivid Blanket from Tin Can
1: Knits. Ta-da! Ooh, that's a nice little stack, of course. That's a nice
0: little stack. Um, some of these are palette, and I'm like, look, that's a wool mice. Yeah, I was going to say, some of those are not palette. No, they are not palette. That is volmice because really, when you have all these and little... that looks like Tosh. That is Tosh. And that looks like Loki-Doki. That is Loki-Doki.
1: <laughs> Set, I know exactly what is in your... Well, it's partly I can tell what the bases are just yes. by looking at them. well,
0: you know... And also,
1: I know what's in your stash.
0: That's part of your superpower. Vivid is where you make all of these little squares of what looks like a flower mandala in the middle. And it's 30, 30 rows From cast-on, and really the cast-on is the hardest part because it's Mm -hmm. a pinhole cast-on. All you're doing is learning something new. 30 rows from cast-on to cast-off. And what I do is, okay, I, like, say I'm in the car, we're driving to Caledonia for the family potluck of whatever, whatever. Mm I get one of these done on the way. Yep. Because it doesn't take a lot. And how many sock-ins do we have (laughs) that we don't know what to do with?
1: Freezer bags and freezer bags full of them.
0: Right. So I take, you know, I take them with me and I pick, I pick a random color and I am doing uh, a lot of them out of the palette so that I have some sort of unity Mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm going to make it them, all these colors, I'm just knitting the colors that inspire me at the time. Yep. And so that's what I'm doing. I have no idea how big that blanket will be. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it gets to the point of, I cannot face another square. (laughs) However many squares I have, that's what's going into the blanket. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's it's a really good project to do when you don't feel like investing a lot of brain power and a lot of oh my god, I cannot face another big project. I need yeah. something with immediate gratification. Well, if you're not going to do baby booties, you can do this. And I have kept my promise about the designing. I have started test knitting Bob socks. Ooh! Now, when I say that, I'm really just working on the skull pattern right now. Mm-hmm. And I've knit a couple, excuse me, a couple different versions. I've blocked them and I've charted them on the way and I'm like, "Ah, still kind of working. I'm getting there, but I am doing it. Keep in mind, guys, this is my very, very first really trying to do something brand new pattern. Okay. (sighs) (laughs) I think that's me. Okay. Yes, that's me. I'm done. Okay. I
1: have cast on some things. <laughs> Just a couple things? Yeah. Well, one thing, um, like a couple months ago, I queued the Estuary Shawl mm. by Tin Can Knits and one of the members of our group who I think is in Kingston, Ontario-ish area. Sorry if I'm getting this wrong. I, I have, I am the, I should tell you guys, I am the worst. Like the absolute worst at remembering, like, okay, Ravelry name, real name, location, and if I know it, employment. Like, I get everybody mixed up. Like, this has been a problem for a long time with my, the RP group I was in for a while. My <laughs> RP group, I was like, I could not, I could not link, like, okay, AIM name, RP name, name Twitter name. Like, I still, like, get them mixed up. So if I mix something up like this, guys, I'm sorry. But anyway, so she mes- messaged me and said, hey, I've had this Pattern in my queue for a while, and I want to do it. I've just not been feeling the mojo. And hey, would you like to do like a little mini knit along to that might help with some incentive, and we can both wear us to the frolic and meet up? And I was like, that would be cool. So I started mine in some woolmazer mm-hmm. in the if I remember the name correctly, it's called Um Calton Polar. Does that re- I forget? I forget. Does that I refer did to like Google Translate <laughs> it? It didn't make a terrible amount of sense when I Google translated it. Was it something science-y? I'm No, it's something to do with, you know, polar as in North Pole sort of mm-hmm. thing. So I, I get
0: it. It's got a band that looks like water flow near a riverbank and then yeah.
1: water flow that moves farther out. Yeah, there's two sections to it. Basically, it's a side-to-side shawl slash scarf. And you basically have, um, in the pattern, there's an increased chart or a chart to start off. Then you have two charts. Chart B is the smaller motif at the top, and Chart C is the larger motif at the bottom. Right. So you work, you know, certain number of repeats of Chart B because that's the one where that creates the increases, and Chart C that entire time. Then you do Chart D and Chart C, and I think that's the even part. And then you do part Chart E and part C, Chart C, and that's the decrease part. And you have to do each of them like certain numbers of repeats. And you thought you didn't
0: have to do algebra again.
1: Yeah, it does take. It, so as you can imagine it does take some keeping track of it especially too because um you know the pattern itself for me was not an easily memorizable pattern yeah but i so I had to use the sticky note thing where you put a sticky note on the chart and move it up every line but actually like after a while something about the, the it sort of had a flow which you know i'm not intending to make a pun here but it doesn't work <laughs> um you know just have a nice uh, sort of flow to it so that like okay you can go over the the row and it makes sense and you know, it became easier, a little easier after a while to spot, like, where I'd messed up and stuff like that. It wasn't the greatest to be working on it at night when I'm usually tired. Yeah. But it turned out all right. And then just, a couple days ago, I finished it. Good for so you. So I just need to block it. This is all turquoise and purples with the shocks of fuchsia running right through it. Okay, so running the words... For the, the colorway name through Google Translate, which is not exactly the best option here. It's something like at the cold pole. Okay. Or something like mm, that. Take it. If someone has a better translation, please let me know. But it's it works because it's like it's sort of like a a dark turquoise and some dark blue into purple and like these bright flashes of bright pink. Yeah. Hot pink, and sort of dark fuchsia, which sort of makes me think of like northern lights and things like that. And it turned out really Very nicely. nicely done. It's a really nice big shawl, too. Like the final measurement on the pattern is like 72 inches. And so and unblocked. It's not blocked yet, of course, because this is me. <laughs> it is my it is my wingspan. Like I'm holding it, in my arms. Yeah. So it's gonna be once I block it, it's gonna be even bigger, and it, so that means it's gonna be a nice, like
0: really wrap nice, around. like
1: wrap around. The you can you can dramatically slump it over your shoulder, yeah. and it's gonna be really nice. You know, pin it with a nice pin. It's super pretty, and I like it. And then one of the other things I've started working on, we actually looked up how to say this last time, and I can't remember now. It's but I started a shawl by Anna Dalvey on Pie Day this year. That's because, really, yeah. of course, I, I didn't have anything started, so there's no way I was going to finish a shawl for Pi Day, um, and t- this year was a super Pi Day because <laughs> it was three one four one five. If you're geeky like that, <laughs> yes. So I started the how did we pronounce this? I think it was the Earth shawl. Yes, it's it's U R D R, but the D is the sort of Norse D where it's actually like it got a curvy ascender with a little cross through it. So bear with us. Um, but yeah, and but if you put in U R D regular English D R into the search in Ravelry, you'll find it. And it is a lovely big pie shawl. It's super pretty. It's super big too. Yep. Well, and because I had been wanting I wanted to do something, and but it was sort of like, you know, two days beforehand and I was like, oh yeah. I should do this. And I was like, crap. And I was like, do I even have enough yarn for this? For a pie shawl Blank. <laughs> to even I ask such a question. I know. Um, Do I even have enough? Just sitting around? And then I remembered there was um, two skeins of lace weight sparkly yarn that I had dyed with the leftover dye stuff from the yarn that we dyed for your... Dresden pack swabs. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I should use that. And that is in sort of a light blue, slightly turquoise
0: Great ice and watercolors.
1: Yeah. And the name of the shawl, it's it's based on um, part of Norse mythology. And this is and it's named after one of the, the three wells beneath the roots of the tree of life that provides the water they use to water the Great World Tree. So the the color and mm-hmm. that sort of seemed to fit. So it's going to be pretty. I only did the very up to sort of the the, the end of the first lace chart. So after, it was about, after about the second or third increase. Because at the time, that was also at the beginning of March break and yeah, everything was yeah. completely insane and I could not actually work on it at all anymore after that. But now that I finished other things... I'll be able to work on it more. You were lucky to be able to dress yourself by the end of March break? I was luckily, lucky to be able to actually, you know, make patrons think I was anywhere near Sentient an and actual professional. So I finished the Smocks of Love socks that I've been working on by Megan Schmaltz. And that was just in some coigu I had purchased a while ago. Mm-hmm. And they're nice and cozy and pretty with their lovely little fake smocking. It's kind of hard for Koigu to be anything but pretty. Yeah, it's really. It was actually. It was. It's a fairly easy pattern. It was probably clo- pushing the lower threshold of the patterns that will drive me nuts, mainly because it's. There's only like you know. There's not that many re- rows in the pattern, so after a little while, it sort of gets a little like okay, ready? Uh, I'm I'm ready to work on something else a little more challenging, but it does make it really nice. Sort of simple, cozy pattern. And then I am still working on the monkey socks that I started. Uh, Those are the monkey socks by Cookie A, which everybody in the brother has done. And I'm doing those out of some of the into the world yarn that I got at Rhinebeck. Because I decided I'm like, I need to work on Rhinebeck. I need to use Rhinebeck yarn. Yeah. Because I don't want Rhinebeck yarn to just sit there (laughs) and be pretty.
0: Speaking of which, Rhinebeck sweater...
1: Yes, I need to mention that, too. I forgot about that. Okay, but in a minute. Okay. Okay, so I'm using the Into the World yarn. It's some of their sock yarn. I started out using, like, 2.5 millimeter needles, but because of the pattern in the monkey socks, I was using the 80 stitch version in uh, Knit Sock Love, and that was looking a little too big and loose. So I switched to 2.25 millimeter needles, and that was still maybe looking maybe a bit big and loose, but more importantly, the colors were pooling in weird ways so that I didn't like. So I ended up ripping these things out like three or four times. Um, and then, so I, I changed to using two millimeter needles because tiny stitches of doom.
0: Yes, tiny stitches of doom. You will rule the world one day and all of your minions will be called tiny stitches of doom. God, just look at that yarn.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the Into the World page. Look at Fathom. Boop, right there. Oh, Isn't that gorgeous? Nom, nom,
0: nom, 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 nom.
1: Yes, anyway. Okay, now I remember what it was. Yeah, the colorway is called Tariance. T-A-R-R-I-A-N-C-E, I believe. And it's like dark purple and dark blue and dark teal. And this is, you know, me. Yeah. So, obvious. But yes, and as you said, I have finished the Rhinebeck sweater. Woo, can... Including buttons and weaving in ends. Woo! Yay. I haven't actually worn it. I wore it to um, the knitting group that I do at the library a couple weeks ago. I haven't actually been able to wear it outside much yet because it's still kind of too cold. And a couple days when it was a slightly warmer, it was also going to be super rainy. Yeah. And it's not the greatest for, like, in the rain, so I love it. It's pretty. It's nice and warm. And that was... And for my Rhinebeck sweater, I was doing the Saddleback Cardigan by Jennifer Hagen. So this year for Ryan Beck I already have one sweater to wear. <laughs> okay. And I think, oh, there's just one more thing. Yeah. Okay. So um another project I'm going to start soon is uh a couple weeks ago, I was in Hamilton and I went to Hand Knit Yarn Studio and I saw some, some super, super pretty yarn and I could not resist. Yeah. So far this year, the whole like trying to control the yarn buying not not working out so well. But anyway, moving on. Um So <laughs> I saw this yarn and it was super pretty and it jumped into my bag and came home with me. And so it's... She's from Quebec, so I'm going to assume it's pronounced more like Julie Asselin. It's uh, J-U-L-I-E-A-S-S-E-L-I-N. If you do that, J-U-L-I-E dash... A-S-S-E-L-I-N.com is her website. You can see all the pretty, pretty, pretty colors. Um, this is the Milis yarn, M-I-L-I-S. It's a fingering weight, single ply, superwash merino, And I have the Commodore colorway, which is a beautiful dark, very, very much toward the blue end of teal. And the Johnny colorway, which is a dark gray. Maybe not quite a charcoal gray, but a dark gray. And I bought these thinking, like, oh, man, I need to use them together in, like, a stripy shawl because they're pretty. And then, like, a week later, I saw something. I was reminded that uh, Hand Knit is doing a summer shawl, shawl knit along. And, of course, one of the things is it has to be in yarn you have bought from their store. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Ta-da! Uh, finger lace weight. This is fingering weight. And the pattern has to call for it has to be for um, at least 700 yards of yarn. Well, each of these has... 475 yards, so I think I'm good. Yes, you are. So yes, I'm going to do the Leventree shawl by Sarah Jordan. And these are actually fairly close colors to the colors that the, the sample one is done in. But that obviously wasn't intentional considering I went looking for the pattern after I bought the yarn. So yes, yeah, so for for these two, I'm I'm claiming that I bought the yarn for a specific pattern, retroac- <laughs> ret- for a specific project retroactively, and it's going to look gorgeous. Cast on day is tomorrow. Sadly, I can't go to the actual like cast on party they're having at the shop because I'm working. Boo for working all around, but you know. Well, you know, we need we need a way to more pay money for, the- for yarn. Yeah, we need a way to pay for the yarn. Yeah. So and speaking of buying yarn. Hello, nurse. (laughs) We're coming to the Knitter's Frolic.
0: Woo! Yay! Oh, Do you have a product or something in mind that you
1: want? I need to take a look at the vendors and see who's going to be there and need to think carefully about what I'm going to get. I'm not coming home empty-handed. Oh, no, you're never going to come home empty-handed. But I can control... The amount that comes home with me. And we are, someone was saying something about make, doing a meetup of podcast listeners yes. at The Frolic. Yes, so let's do So we are definitely going to do that. I think we we're thinking around lunch-ish time, maybe like a little earlier, a little later so that we're... We avoid the rush. Yeah, we avoid the rush and just trying to find like a table Yep, where we can sit. And Maggie and I will be wearing t-shirts, so it'll be pretty obvious where we are. Yeah. Um
0: mine's mine's a little uh, on the disintegrated side. I'm gonna try and order a new T-shirt, but um, I will have the T-shirt either yeah. the old one or the new one on.
1: Yeah, and you'll be with me.
0: Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, I'll be with Karen. Big arrow shirt. I'm with the knitter.
1: So yeah, so we're gonna probably do it in the the food area, the little cafe area. Which if it's if it's your first time to the frolic, ah, dude, we really want to meet up with you and see how you're doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably feel free to email us before you actually enter the building and I will come out and meet you because I want to see your face yep. when you walk in. Fro-
0: frolic um, virgins, um, sh- we recommend a Sherpa. Yes. <laughs> or at least somebody who can hold your hand.
1: Yes. The the experienced one to uh, to hold your hand and pop your cherry <laughs> with it, the frolic.
0: Well, this is one of the few times you can get a friend to pop your cherry for yeah. you.
1: Well, you know, benefits. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yes, so, uh, there is an area where they have food. I think, if I remember correctly from last year, it's, like, they had sandwiches and wraps. I forget if they had, like, a hot thing or two. I don't think they had the only hot stuff they had that I remember were the drinks. Okay. Were, like, coffee Um, and tea and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they usually have, like, little, like, you know, pastry squares and things like that. And And drinks as well. Chocolate bars and stuff. Um. Yeah, and I seem to remember, like, for an event of this kind, it was fairly reasonably priced. Though you can't always, like, bring your lunch. Yep. But that's yep. in, if you come in the main doors and turn right and go as far as you can down the hallways, usually, like, past, there's, like, these little hallway dis- with display cases. If you make a right at that, you'll get to this little...
0: Yeah, the little dioramas of um Japanese villages. Yeah. Yeah, keep going past the villages. Yeah. And eventually you run out of building and you're there.
1: Yeah, so we'll probably... We'll mention in the group, like, exactly when that's going to be. I'm thinking probably, like... We'd want to do it either, like, 11-ish. hmm Or, like, one thirty ish hmm And... Depending how early we're getting there, we might want to... S- well, I think a lot of people get there for the afternoon, though. So maybe we'll go one thirty ish Okay. You know when we're getting there. <laughs> yes. At opening.
0: Yes. And if it's not at opening, the um leader of the herd gets very upset. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey, I'm also going to be the one like, want to get there, want to get there, want to get there at opening, want to get there, want to get there. First dip on the yarn! Especially indigo. Yep. Okay. I assume we're making a tactical strike like we did last year. <laughs> Maybe not with the same fervor, but... Bounce! <laughs> it's definitely going to be like... Vroom. Right to the Indigo Dragonfly booth. So yes, so keep it on the li- Like I said, it'll probably be around like 1.30 in the food area. If there's any changes to that or any more specifics, it'll be in the Ravelry group and I'll post it on the website and in the Twitter feed as well too. And we cannot wait to meet you. Yes, I should mention too, if you see us, <laughs> please say hi. Please say hello. <laughs> we like to meet people. We don't bite unless nicely asked. I don't leave marks anymore. Yes. (laughs) I was advised that's not a good thing. And I will say, like, the whole thing, I can't remember people's names on internet, I will forget your name. (laughs) If we meet in person. It will go in my head, it will be gone 20 seconds later, I'm sorry. Misa so sorry. (laughs) Yes, this is is how my brain works, I'm sorry. But... It makes but us I will really, love meeting you.
0: It <laughs> makes us really happy to meet you, because you're like a real face that is telling yes. us, Hi, like I listen to the podcast. Actual
1: people, instead of, you know, like faceless people on the internets. Like None of you people are real. But yes, so moving into Geek Squee. There has been a lot of stuff since the last oh, time we podcast. So, like, so there's going to be so much we're not talking about. Yeah, we're just
0: going to take for granted there's a whole bunch of stuff you have gotten without our help. Yes. It, it has made its way out there.
1: Uh, one of the more recent things, though, is, like, and one of the things that was in there the last time we were there, except now there's new news about it, is, of course, there's the live-action Beauty and the Beast Ooh. from Disney that's coming up. Yes. And, like, we knew that Emma Watson had been cast as Belle, and uh, Dan, what's-his-face, Stevens from Downton Abbey, was the Beast, and Josh Gad is playing LeFou, who was, he was Olaf in oh, Frozen. Oh, Brilliant. Luke 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 Evans is Gaston, who is Bard from uh, The Hobbit. And if you Google these people, it's like, yep, yep, I can see this. And they confirmed that Emma Thompson is playing Mrs. Mrs. Potts. Potts. (laughs) And, like, just yesterday... The news, like, see, this is already, like, when you look at the casting, it's like, okay, they are sacrificing babies to make this (laughs) casting happen. Because this casting is perfect. (laughs) But now, like, yesterday, it's like, they announced that Sir Ian goddamn McKellen. (laughs) I'm not sure that's his middle name, but Yes, it is. Okay. Is playing Cogsworth. This is witchcraft. There is no other explanation. I keep meaning to look up on IMDb and see if this, sa- this is the same casting director who did the Harry Potter movies, because this is that level of like, are you kidding me? This is perfect. If this is what I'm doing with Ian McKellen as Cogsworth, I can only and this is how perfect they're doing it. I can only imagine. I can't imagine who they're going to get for Lumiere, yeah. but it's going to blow my mind.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm waiting with bated breath for that one as well. Because that is a real
1: character as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit! And who did they have playing Belle's father again? We're both and IMDb. Yeah. You're going much faster. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. Like Kevin Klein or something.
0: Yeah, Maurice, Kevin, Kevin Klein
1: is playing Maurice. Oh my god! What is my life even? So, needless to say, when this movie comes out, we are going and we are recording just before and just after. At which point you will hear me losing my shit, I'm Yes, sure. I will. I know that. I, I know that. If the rest of the movie is even half as good as the casting, then yes, this is going to be amazing. There's the music department. Ellen mm-hmm. Mencken. Well, those are all the people who wrote the original songs, know yeah. The wardrobe has been cast. Oh. I know, that's a really odd thing to say, but... Yeah, Audra McDonald. She's a huge, like, Broadway star. But yeah. So needless to say, this movie is going to be interesting. Speaking of movies that are coming up, that are going to be super interesting. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You guys... Ultron uh, is almost here, and I almost cannot cope.
0: All of the trailers coming out in sequence have just been building up the susp- and the, the hard one for me was that one of them all at the, uh, like drinking party. Yes. Where they're all just hanging out, and Thor is wearing, like, his hair's in a ponytail, and he's just hanging yeah. out in slacks and a coat, and
1: he's They're l- just blowing it up! They're
0: blowing it up, and I'm like, yeah! Oh my god, I can't
1: wait so much. Yes, and of course it doesn't hurt, like, now they're doing the press tour, and there was a picture of everybody with clown noses oh, on, god, that and was I'm hilarious. just like, I oh, can't dear. even... But oh. yes, yeah, so, uh, select cinemas in the U.S., and some of these places might be... The U.S. ones might be sold out already, because they announced this, like, three weeks, five weeks ago, of course. But select cinemas in the U.S. and Canada are doing an epic Marvel movie marathon. And when we say epic, that is not epic. an
0: understatement. You
1: guys know us, when we say epic, we mean Epic. So it's 11 movies, 27 hours. There, it is happening in Toronto. There is a very small part of me that's kind of tempted, but I know there's no way in hell I could get the time off work, so I am being saved from myself, for one. Um, two, it's like, then I would be able to go with, I would have to go without Maggie, and that's gonna be not fun. Because I want to experience that movie with you, considering we experienced the first Avengers movie together. (laughs) And there's also the sensible part of me that's like, you know, I'm not averse to doing a Marvel marathon at some point, but it would probably be best if that marathon was done, you know, with my bathroom, like 10 feet away and my kitchen, like another 10 feet away and a phone to call for pizza. and yeah. Like, you know, a place where I can curl up in my jammies and maybe build a blanket for it. <laughs>
0: After that much testosterone and explosions and plot twists, it doesn't matter what gender you are, you come out of that, that movie marathon swinging a pair of gonads
1: <laughs> between your legs. I'm sorry. Mjolnir gonads? Yes, near gonads. <laughs> and speaking of Marvel, Marvel things... Oh. The Daredevil series just came out on Netflix. I don't have Netflix, so I have not seen it yet. I am seriously thinking of getting Netflix, mainly for this series. I figure it's what like it's like eight dollars a month or something. I don't know. I can't remember what it is in Canada, but like you know, I figure like okay, even if I got it for like one month, you know, yeah, if it's like under fifteen bucks, I sure I'd pay that to watch the series. I uh, and I've seen some really good reactions to it. Okay, now I haven't read reviews, but I've seen quite a few people in the states that I know who like Marvel things, who have been watching it and they really enjoyed it. Okay, so good,
0: good. I have been trying to uh, soak up everything there is about the Deadpool movie coming out, mm-hmm. including what I loved, because everybody was going, okay, is it going to be PG-13 or if it's going to be rated R? Come on, it's Deadpool, it has to be rated R, please don't do this to us, please don't do this to us. <laughs> and what I love is what they did on April Fool's Day of all days. Yeah. Where there was a supposed online interview going back and forth regarding the, uh, use your words. Use your words. <laughs> hamster. Gerbil. Alright, gerbil's gone. Hamster, you're on deck. So it was between Mario Lopez doing the interview with Ryan Reynolds, obviously over the internet, talking about the, uh, the rating issue and mario jumping in and going you know it's a good idea to keep it you know family oriented and family this that and the other and all you see is deadpool literally in costume deadpool walk behind him just pick up a piece of the set and just go crack right right behind (laughs) him yeah we got our rated r-rated movie thank you very much (laughs) deadpool is r-rated as it should be (laughs)
1: Solar system is in order. Um, th- speaking of other things that are making me super excited, <laughs> this isn't like hugely recent, but um, still kind of freaking out about this, guys. Cause oh my god, they're bringing the X Files back for like six episodes. Holy crap! <laughs> like, what is my life? <laughs> I don't understand. You guys, seriously, um, the X Files was my teenage years. Like they started when I was thirteen, and I finished. Wa- well, I stopped watching when I went to university. Partly, you know, partly because I think that was like the eighth or ninth season, which uh, most people think it really sucks. But also because like we didn't have cable in my dorm, in my the house I was in, so like it was it was a bit more difficult to actually watch it, and I just sort of you know drifted out. But <laughs> oh my god, you guys! <laughs> X Files is coming back, and like. David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson and Chris Carter, and I think they've confirmed that, like, Mitch Pelegi, who played assistant director Skinner, who I had such a thing for, and the William B. Davis, who played the cigarette smoking man, are all coming back. And it's like, oh my god, I cannot cope. (laughs) This is going to be... you know, it very well might be awful, because, I mean, the movie that came out a few years ago was not good, but, like, part of me does not care. This is my childhood, my teenage years coming back. This was, like, a formative fandom. It was one of my first internet fandoms. <laughs> this is gonna get interesting.
0: So between Beauty and the Beast, X-Files...
1: It's like my teen, my pre-teen and teenage years yeah. are back, because Beauty and the Beast came out when I was, like, 11, 12. Yeah. So yeah, I am flashing back. I only have Jurassic Park too, which is yep. like when I Jurassic was Jurassic Park. Yeah. So yeah, and as I was telling people, like there are certain things about that show which you can trace right to the shows I still enjoy, like the appreciation for a man who's rather buff wearing a dress shirt, especially when he's got the cuffs rolled up. Hello, <laughs> Colson. <laughs> there is a direct line between Walter Skinner and Phil Colson. And they're both kind of balding, actually. Yes. Anyway. My dad would say that's just his solar panel. (laughs) You need a whole solar panel to cool down that hot, hot body. All right,
0: all right, all right.
1: Okay. Anyways, yes, we're back. Go take a cold shower. Anyways, into other things. So there's a movement that started online on a blog called pushcomicsforward.com. And basically, it's a movement to shape sort of what comics should look like in 10 years. It's for people. It's basically a, a. I think it looks like it's powered through Tumblr, but it's basically to share the power of like conversations about gender diversity, racial diversity, LGBT diversity, all ages comics, web comics, indie material. And it's a way to share all these conversations and information and stuff for comics fans who would like to see comics go in a very progressive direction. Positive direction. Like when I'm looking at just the front page right now, it's uh, Comic Book Resources. They've linked to a article from Comic Book Resources that names the 10 ladies leveling up in 2015. So about 10 female comics creators that are doing good, great things in 2015. But one of the things I saw on there that... I've seen on Tumblr and stuff before, is basically, I think it was in San Francisco. Yeah, activists in San Francisco had taken on Islamophobia in their communities because there were Islamophobic bus ads that were appearing on buses in the area. And uh, what they've done is they've defaced those ads by putting pictures of Kamala Kamala Khan on on there. there.
0: In full costume. Yes.
1: Yes and putting up messages to counter support yeah, yeah. to counter the message counter the original message you know message like one over. of them plasters over what the original message what what the original message was with a banner that says free speech isn't a license to spread hate
0: i find it amazing to consider that those posters got approved to be printed anyway
1: well well with I think the thing was that, like, their policy was that they can't discriminate against what people want to pay. If people are going to pay to put the ads on, then they can't discriminate against what people are going to post. Because I don't think the states, I don't think the states has the um, hate speech laws that we have in Canada. Okay. Or at least not all states do. It might be a state by state thing.
0: But hey, it's a great example of young female Islamic protagonist. Yes uh as a solution to he <laughs> yes. said problem.
1: Young female Islamic protagonist, who is going to be on the new Avengers team after the big secret war thing boils over boils down. Hell yeah. It's like Yes So excited. And I don't know if it's still up on the what a little beast of I don't know if it'll still up, be up on the com on the Comedy Central website. But a couple weeks ago Larry Wilmore, uh his show, uh The Nightly Show they did it all about, like, diversity in, I think, specifically comic books. And they had a... He has a panel on the show each, each night, and one of the people on it was one of the people who's in charge of diversity at Marvel and who had out a big part in the uh, Ms. Marvel comic book. So, needless to say, that entire episode, I was happy as a pig and shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, let me roll around in this anymore. This is my catnip. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of other really cool things, this one people might not have heard. This one is from the twentieth of March, but people might not have heard about it. This is so cool. Mm -hmm. So basically, in Bolivia, um, a group of the indigenous Aymara women who have a really strong tradition of knitting and weaving distinctive uh, textiles like hats and sweaters and blankets have been uh, tasked to create these uh, little medical devices which are used to seal up holes in a baby's heart
0: that some babies are born
1: with yeah it's a birth defect often which they think is is fairly quite common in bolivia um or at least more common than in most other places they think it has to do with the altitude that the peoples who who are affected by this are living at but so basically the device is called an occluder and because they have the these versions have to be so small to fit like because you imagine like the size of a baby's heart yeah like they have to be teeny weeny tiny. they're very hard to to mass produce. So cardiologist Franz Freudenthal, who has a clinic in La Paz to help children born with these heart problems, has um, basically listed these traditional artisans to create these little tiny little devices. and they're not obviously they're not like knitting or weaving them, but they have the experience working on very detailed, fine work through their their traditional crafts. And it looks like a little
0: mini top hat. Yeah. It's made out of a particular kind of uh, electronic wire or...
1: Yeah. Well, because it's this particular type of wire and it's got like a membrane that's sort of attached to it. Right. And then because what will happen is it collapses. And because the other really cool thing about it is um, it collapses and they can basically inject it into a vein and they can actually inject it into a vein in the groin. And travel it up to the heart through that, and then place it in the right spot. And when it's expanded, each side of the circle ex- sort of balloons out right. and presses together, so it creates basically a wall. It sort of clamps and, onto the each side of the the wall of the heart and plugs and plugs, plugs the, the hole. necessary hole. But the really cool thing, the cool thing about that too, is the way it's inserted also uh, helps to avoid like cultural barriers to the treatment because um, some of the indigenous communities in Bolivia see manipulating or like performing surgery on the heart as being like an act of desecration on the human soul. So traditional surgery, like even if traditional surgery would work, which, you know, at this point is difficult, which probably with a very small baby is probably not going to be.
0: Bolivia is also extremely poor in terms of resources.
1: But because so because they aren't working with an open heart because they can inject it through the, right. through the groin and use a catheter to get it up to the right spot. That also respects the beliefs of peoples of the area, which is really cool. Yeah. And there's actually pictures of the women in this. There's a, it's a bbc.com article that I'm looking at. And there's pictures of the women working on these tiny little things in, like they work on it in a clean room, all gowned and gloved up. Yeah. It looks like this particular type of hole in the heart. It's because um, there's a certain blood vessel. That allows blood to bypass the lungs while the baby's still in utero. And it's getting oxygen and stuff from its mother. And usually it closes up on its own soon after the birth. But um, in this case, it doesn't. it's not closing naturally. Again, they say they think they, it's because of the high altitude and lack of oxygen in La Paz since it's like 4,000 meters above sea level.
0: And from the looks of it, uh, hundreds of children have now been saved using this. And uh, the doctor is
1: exporting these. Mm-hmm. Which would make it a really good research, like a really good industry for the people that are creating them, provided they're getting, you know, if they're getting paid fairly for them, then it's a good industry. Yeah. Because it's something that can't really be easily mass produced. So it has to be done by hand. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so it's cool that people who have experience doing these traditional crafts, like knitting and weaving, which we which we sort of love as well, are actually yes. making things that are saving babies' lives. Saving
0: the lives of, of newborns. This
1: is really cool. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, damn, we need to mention this on the podcast. Science! And knitting! Our powers combined! <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Okay, so shall we move into Cravings, Covets, and Crushes? Yeet. Let's do it. Okay, so... We might go through some of this fairly quickly, because we also have something special at the end. Oh,
0: special, special. I know a particular person out there is just quivering with (laughs) She's just like, oh
1: my god, when are you gonna mention it? When are you gonna mention it? Patience. Okay, so something else we are looking forward to so, 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 so much, we are craving it, is, uh, Fireflies, Nathan Fillion, and Alan Tudyk are creating Con Man. (laughs) Which is. Crowdfunded even. Yeah, cre- a crowd-funded web series. Yes, I'm pretty sure a
0: lot of you guys have already heard about this, but, but if just you in
1: case, Lordy, you need to hear about it. Because basically, it's about an actor who basically makes a living now, living now on the convention circuit. Right after not starring, but appearing in a much-loved but short-lived television <laughs> show. <laughs> While his friend and former co-star, the, the person who's this guy who's making the, the convention circuit is played by Alan Dudick, his friend and former co-star, played by Nathan Fillion, has become a, gone on to become a major celebrity.
0: And, and done other a things, career. and, you know, careers <laughs> expanded, and, and whatnot, and the, uh, interactions between the two, I presume, and... Comparisons and contrasts, and, and so forth.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so it's obviously loosely based on, on
0: Firefly. Firefly, yeah. And comedy will ensue.
1: Wow. Okay. Three million. Yep. So they put they started an Indiegogo campaign to help fund this, and they were their goal was four hundred twenty five thousand dollars.
0: Oh, don't worry, guys. You're covered. <laughs> yes. We even have enough for some donuts. Yes. Because raised by forty six thousand three hundred and four people. Is that true? In one month? Yep. It is seven hundred and thirty five percent funded at three million one hundred and twenty four thousand two hundred and fourteen US dollars. Like I said, guys, you're covered. We even have enough for coffee and donuts. <laughs>
1: They're probably, like, films appearing at the Sundance Film Festival, yep. which didn't have a budget no. this high. <laughs> and that only goes to show you what geek love can do. Yep. Obviously, the campaign is over. But if you go to the website at indiegogo.com slash projects slash con dash man, you can see the trailer for it. <laughs> and you can also see what the uh, stretch goals were. <laughs> and they, so they have blown added, out of the water. <laughs> yeah. So they've added one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They've added nine more episodes <laughs> to the original run of I'm not sure how many. God, this is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. They were seeking funding of the first three, three episodes. episodes of the series. Yeah. So now there's definitely going to be twelve, which means there will be one less episode of it than there was a firefly. God. I don't know how long the episodes are going to be. Probably not an hour, but but that is kind of amusing. And there's like all kinds of other stuff in the stretch goals. Like you know they have a there was unlocked a DVD slash Blu- Blu-ray perk. There was you know they were able to subtitle it in another language. Uh, Nathan and Alan make a video recounting funny con stories. Subtitled in a couple more language, more languages. A novel written by PJ and Alan. Begin development in Conman Season 2. So yeah, needless to say, this thing went by gang like gangbusters. There's a lot of videos for when they hit different stretch goals, which I'm sure are hilarious. I haven't had a chance to watch those yet. But yeah, so if you go to that website, you can find all the information about the project. They have their production budget breakdown, which might be a little different now. <laughs> <laughs> Though the percentages will probably stay pretty much the same. So yeah, this looks amazing. I really 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 want to see it into this. <laughs> there's fake posters from, from the, the series show, they were on spectrum which is looking kind of familiar he's yeah. certainly Nathan Williams definitely wearing a brown coat it's not the long duster that he wore in firefly but he's wearing a brown coat <laughs> yeah this looks like it could be very amusing i can't wait to see this okay
0: next okay this is just a public service announcement many of you may already know this but just in case you haven't, Cards Against Humanity, uh family fun game for all. <laughs> no. No, no, not really. It's not. No, it's not. No, not really. Is free and available on the internet. Uh, yeah. we in- legally, too, we should yeah, mention. Legally. Legally. And it is approved to be free and available by the creators of Cars Against Humanity. Like, yes. they'd put their stamp of approval on it and stuff like that. Word to the wise, um, you should probably have about four or more adults of like-minded sense of humor. Maybe a drop of alcohol if nobody has to drive anywhere. Yeah. Um, and let the good times ensue.
1: So- yeah. If you, if you've never heard about the, if you haven't heard about Cards Against Humanity or if you've heard about it but you've never seen it played, um, there is actually now an episode of the web series Tabletop hosted by Will Wheaton, which, in which they play it. So you can see live how the game <laughs> works. It's very simple. Um, and what kind of things are included in the game. And there is alcohol involved in that taping. Good. Because that's the only way to play Cards Against Humanity. It better be. Yeah, it's actually, I should say, it's actually a web app called Cards Against Originality. So actually, it's a, if it's a web app... Can we make our own? You and I were talking about, you know, the problem earlier, finding enough players. But I'm sure we could get enough people online. Line. Who yeah. would want to play it. Yes, this sounds <laughs> like a plan. Yep, doing it. Yeah, it works on smartphones, tablets, and computers cardsagainstoriginality.com
0: Oh, I like that. During sex, I like to think about oh, my abrigo,
1: my humps, not giving a shit about the third world.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> this game. The, uh, and, and just,
1: we're putting it out there, this is not a politically correct game. No, it isn't. Like I said, if you have any curiosity, if you, if you have never played this game, seriously, like public service announcement, watch the tabletop episode before you play it. Because that will, will let you know whether this is your sense of humor or not your sense of humor.
0: Yeah, do not uh, confuse this, like, on the same border as Yahtzee or Monopoly no, no, or even, or even like Or
1: even, like, adult sort of, like, board game card games. Like, none of them reach this level of <laughs> oh, <snark>. depravity.
0: <laughs> okay, moving
1: on. Do you want to talk do about... something completely different.
0: <laughs> Very much different. Since- I take it
1: this is a thing you have seen? Like in person, or uh, the brioche, or you've looked it on Ravelry. I've only looked at it on okay. Ravelry. Okay, yeah.
0: It sort of showed up in randomly in some of my cues of things that I look at, and yeah. I'm like, "Ooh, hi!" Knitting fresh brioche, creating two color twists and turns by Nancy Marchand. Yeah, uh, was published in December of 2014, so just a couple of months ago. But if you look at all of the patterns on Ravelry you will see that there is a very much a visual and color texture going on that is very rich and luxurious
1: looking. Yeah, these are gorgeous.
0: Especially when you get into, like, look at the image for Cathedral, Mm -hmm. how you get uh, the yarn that goes tonal and changes. Yeah, the one that has the
1: subtle color shifts. Yeah. I love Icicle, too. Ooh, and Ring of Fire. Really and Veda's nice. peacock—that's really pretty. And Willow—I love all the ones with the curvy, swoopy lines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody has experience, lover in me. if anybody has knit from this collection, um, and would like to like give us your input, let us know. It looks absolutely, you know, you know, pardon the pun, you know, good enough to eat. But <laughs> we'd love to hear from you if you've had experience knitting it. Like, is it everything that it sort of? Uh, looks like it lives up to, or is it more difficult than what you would assume? Is there a whole new twist in there that you have to learn, like when we had to learn the double knitting in two colors for the Hobbits? <laughs> Scarf of Doom, that yep. will not be mentioned. Let us know. So moving into other things. Look for Shards of Bifrost on Etsy. Uh should come right up if you uh, t- put it into Google. I am going to include a list in the show notes of everything I got. In my package and everything, I also sent out in the package that I made. That yep. way, I can give like as best as I can, uh, um, you know, exposure to all of the artisans involved. But uh, shards of Bifrost has choker necklaces, bangle uh, bracelets, earrings, um, bee bracelets, uh, stitch markers, wine glass charms, and you know, basically custom orders available. To all kinds of things like uh, Shield, Avengers, Doctor Who, you know, and like I said, if you're looking for commissions, uh, send her an email and ask about it. Oh, I love the Arc Reactor one!
1: Ooh, Arc Reactor.
0: Hold on, (laughs) looking over at the wrong way. That doesn't help. Arc Reactor pendant right there. That's cool. But I'll try and include as many of the artisans that were involved with uh, both the package I sent out and the package I received.
1: Yep. Okay, and speaking of blingy things, uh, one of the people I stayed with at Rhinebeck, and actually actually the person who invited me to stay with them, hi Marcia, um, she has a store on Etsy called One Geek to Craft Them All. She does stitch markers with geeky inspiration. She's got a set of Wolverine ones. Oh that's so cool. Three of which have little daggers hanging off them so they look like the three the three the, the claws. Three the claws. Um there's ones for knitter there's knitter ones, little sweater. Work in progress sweater earrings. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah, she has earrings as well too. And she has ones inspired by Oh, eighth doctor earrings. She has them inspired by all the doctors. Spinning wheel. Hawkeye. Don't blink earrings. Oh god. <laughs> Clark Kent with little glasses. But one of the reasons I mentioned, you can find her shop at etsy.com slash shop slash midnight scribbles. One of the reasons I mention it is because a few days ago on her Instagram account, she posted something she'd been working on, the Agent Carter stitch markers. Look at that. Yep. They are in different uh, combinations of red, white, and blue beads. And then one of them has... A little handgun hanging off it. And the other one is red lipstick. lipstick. Beautiful! Is that not perfect? So yes, I don't see them in her shop just yet. So go to her shop and stock them. Captain Tight Pants Stitch Markers! That's beautiful. Yes, go to her shop and stock them. And buy other things, because she's got lots of really pretty other things. She's got a
0: vanishing TARDIS. (laughs) That's cute. Buy Frost
1: Stitch Markers. Oh, cool. <laughs> Rainbow Colors. She's even done a couple sets for Podcasters. <laughs> Sparkly Union, Union Jack ones. Poison Apple. That's good. Oh, Black Widow. Ooh, hello. Uh There's Hogwarts Houses ones, too. There's ones for... Slytherin. Slytherin. Oh, my God. March Stitch and Stitch Markers. Oh, good God, it's see. a yellow bead with three blue beads stacked on top of it for her tall blue hair. Marsha, that is perfect. That's genius. I gotta admit that. It's <laughs> so brilliant. Oh, and speaking of Peggy Carter, I think we've mentioned this artist, we, we've mentioned this artist before, or at least I know, like, I have sent you squealing yes. emails with, yes, like, oh have. my God, you need to see this. Cause he's done, um, other collections that I've seen going around on Twitter. This artist, his name is Patrick Ballesteros. It's P-A-T-R-I-C-K-B-A-L-L-E-S-T-E-R-O-S-A-R-T dot bigcartel dot com is where you can find his shop. And he's got a whole bunch of really cool prints. Kindergartens of the Galaxy. Kid versions of all the Guardians of the Galaxy characters this getting ready to so go on the school bus. Um, and he's done lots of other prints of like, Small versions of characters from TV shows like Game of Thrones. The print is called King Me.
0: I remember seeing that. Oh, all they're god, playing, beautiful.
1: I think it's Daenerys and Joffrey who look like they're playing checkers.
0: And all of the other characters are yeah. doing,
1: you know, things that they would normally be doing. Yeah. Breaking Lab with all the Breaking, breaking bad, bad characters in what looks like chemistry class.
0: Oh my god, the X-Men are walking to school
1: with umbrellas. Mm-hmm. and Storm is just like wee rain. Big trouble with mama's china. Oh god. He's done them for like
0: castle grade school.
1: Is <laughs> that grade school? There's Dr. Who? Yeah, there's a few Dr. Who ones. There's a couple of firefly themed ones. So cute. But one of the reasons that I brought it up now cuz recently I found the artist again. Because he has a set called 25 Cent Wonders. It's a bunch of characters in sort of like those those little kiddie rides that you see outside of like grocery stores and stuff. Where it's like a horse that they sit on and it move, you put a coin in and it moves up and down for like two minutes. And then it stops. So there's characters in little vehicles. <laughs> like coin operated versions of the vehicles they use in their...
0: In whatever their genre is.
1: Genres. So Starstruck.
0: Yep. Here's one, Star Trek, with little Uhura and Spock and Kirk. I found, uh, Leia riding in the top of a little R2D2. Mm
1: hmm. There's a Doctor Who themed one with the silence, the weeping angel, a weeping angel, and. An ood. And, no, um, a, um, oh. Cyberman ah. in a Dalek. Oh, God. But the one that made me find this person again was. Was, just a few weeks ago, he did one called Get Carter, and it's a little Peggy Carter. With Captain America in the sidecar. In a side on a little riding, like, motorcycle, with Captain America, who looks terrified, in the sidecar. And she's all like, whee! She's got a little suction cup gun. And look on the side of the sidecar! All the extras. There's little doll versions of Howard Stark and Angie and Sousa. It's so cute. In case you can't tell, Howard
0: Stark is the one with the drink, martini drink
1: in his (laughs) hand. How would you guess? Yeah.
0: Uh, Look how she's got. Um, like score marks in the front of the sidecar,
1: (laughs) like tally marks. Yes. It's so. Oh, and the the machine that the coins go in says says Stark Stark on the side. It's so cute. (laughs) It's so adorable. I want it so bad. So yes, you need to go through and look at all of these because they are just adorable, and you are going to grin and giggle at all of them. Oh my god. Wonder Woman in visible, Invisible Visible Plane. Yep. Okay. And last thing before we get to special things. Okay. Okay. So just before we get to the the, ma- the major thing, we do want to mention, because of my ADC and all the crap that's gone on the last couple months when I've been trying to get the podcast out, um, unfortunately, one thing I didn't include, especially in the last podcast when I was packing bits of audio together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the five files that <laughs> had to be one podcast. Oh, that was bad. Um, yeah, I didn't get to put in the audio files we had of us opening stuff because um, Awilda sent us cookies.
0: Yes, cookies at Christmas. That buckets of cookies You for held Christmas. hostage for a little while.
1: I gave them to you and they and hadn't even did. opened.
0: Yes, you did.
1: And um we also want to mention one of our listeners, Danielle, who is Lanois on Ravelry. She sent us some really cool stitch markers. Yep. Little clip-on stitch markers, which are gorgeous and which will come in very handy <laughs> with a lot of the projects I'm going to be casting on very soon. Um And one thing was, one reason, especially one reason I wanted to mention is because, one, Danielle, those are really cute. Did you make them? If you make them, I went looking to see if you sell these anywhere. I didn't see it. So if you let us know, like if you sell these, let us know, and we will pimp you. And thank you very much for sending those. Thank you very much. And sorry for the much belated thank you. Oh
0: my God! The technology Good is Lord. not. The technology has hate, hates for us.
1: I never did put in the audio either of our Christmas gift exchanges. Uh, that might be something we have to do. Yeah. I have to do. I still okay. ha- I have it. I just didn't put it in. Now we have a box. We have a large box. Which you were saying earlier about how, like, there's a certain postal... Motif. Mo- there's a certain postal service which has a very distinctive motif on the box. Yes. Yes, this is from Awilda. It can only be from New Zealand. It is a very big box. And we have instructions, special instructions on opening this. Namely, she said that there... Um... We have to feed
0: the dwarves that are folded up inside.
1: That's good enough. So, okay. So, she said... That in here, there are different packages, each are labeled. Okay. Like round, there's two items labeled round one, two labels round, items labeled round two. She said we don't have to open them in order, but we do have to open the same round packages at the same time. This feels a little
0: bit like the Hunger Games.
1: So. There we go. Yes. And I have no idea what's in it. My mother even put a sticker over the customs label. <laughs> well done. So that I could not accidentally see. Yes. And this Open is our...
0: me first. I prom- promise Maggie what?
1: <laughs> I promise Maggie it's not 20 pages this time. <laughs> okay. So. And this is a special one hundred episode. Thank you. Okay. So. In a world where new podcasts crop up every 3.2 seconds. <laughs> Where geeks are geeks, and knitters are geeks. Knit1Geek2 are having a pod 100 episodes! OMG! And to celebrate this momentous occasion, one hobbit endures yarn-shopping and indulging geeky obsessions Oh, the sacrifices to make sure Karen and Maggie get spoiled. Yay! (laughs) Smiley face. I wanted to do 100 prezzies. Oh, dear God. No, one for each episode. But since I do not have bank like Tony Stark, I had to scale it back to 10. Good lord. <laughs> so, so I present to you the battle of the five Prezzies. Prezi. No wait, I guess technically the tote bags can be Prezi number six. Damn. Okay then I present to you the dissemination of squee. Yep, that works. Okay, ladies, pick the bag with your name on it, match the round numbers, and go forth and squee. Love you both, Awilda. We love you, we Awilda. Love you Awilda.
0: You and are spoiler. crazy.
1: You are nuts and you spoil okay, us. And we one, love you. This one that has says my name. Maggie. Okay. Good lord. Oh my god, even the tote bags are cool. New Zealand! Oh, you! I got one with kiwis
0: on it! <laughs> <laughs> like bird kiwis. I got mine has a, a flock of white sheep and it's got one black ram in the middle that says NZ for New Zealand.
1: And he's munching okay. on food and kind of stuff. So we start with, I've got round one at the top. Okay,
0: now I know what round one is because I got a spoiler
1: and... You got a spoiler on what mine is, I guess like you should say.
0: I got a spoiler on what yours is and I need to get out my hoover so, so that I can vacuum you up afterwards when you sort of <laughs> okay. like, you explode into glitter <laughs> and little throbbing, okay. pulsing bits of flesh. Well, find your round one so I'm we can open sorry. That's round two. That's round five.
1: <laughs> of course yours falls right in the I'm bottom. I'm sorry. That's round one. Yeah, round one. Marvel, Marvel Cinematic, Cinematic universe. universe. Okay. This is like... Whoop! there's written things inside. Oh, there is? Okay. Good thing okay. you checked. Oh, my God. Oh, my God! Oh my God. Oh. So... Ah! Ah! <laughs> gimme, 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 gimme! Gimme, gimme, gimme! Gimme, gimme! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my
0: God! See, I told you she would explode into glitter. Oh, my God! Okay. <laughs> so
1: we, we need to explain. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So we need to explain. Okay. I I'm, you... I'm going to I'm literally going to cry. Oh my
0: god. I'll read mine first. I'll read mine first while you collect. <laughs> while I collect myself. Yes. My note says I saw this limited edition colorway on Jen's Ravelry group and it needed to go home with you. In fact, this colorway was the inspiration for this whole fandom battle package. It demanded me to send it to you, so, dot, 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 Neil. And at that point is when I started... (laughs) That's when
1: you started screaming. Yes. Okay, so mine says, I wanted to give you something that spoke to you, so I had a chat with Jen from Fresh from the Cauldron. People go to her website, this is amazing. Um, Her stuff is amazing. About a particular custom colorway, specifically for you and you only. woo I hope you improve our int- of our interpretation. Uh, no shit. Yes, I do. <laughs> Being the expert on the subject and all. Oh my god, you guys. They made a custom Colson colorway just for me. I am actually getting verklempt here. Oh my god. Thank you so much. So you have a skein and a mini skein. Yes, I do. It's a... So that is like his his
0: suit and his tie
1: and his shirt. Yes. With- the, the main skein is like very sort of like dark gray and light gray and a grayish blue which matches his eyes and (laughs) my colorway is as if you couldn't guess
0: loki and it has the emerald green and the yellow and gold and the black
1: oh my god thank you wilda (laughs) thank you jen (laughs) maggie's went right down her top (laughs) oh my god I love this so much. Okay. And this is just the first package, so we need okay, to move so that, on. that's number but one. But thank you, Jen, so much. Like, I cannot explain <laughs> how much. Like, okay. the, how much left Klepto. Okay, so again. are we, are we going to go over okay. order? Okay. Uh, round two? Yep. Okay. So round, round two, two is Doctor Who. Who. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. A Wilder? Oh. I think Maggie just had an orgasm. This
0: could almost be easily as much for you as for me.
1: (laughs) It's yours, though. Oh, Vincent and the Doctor. I know how much you love that painting. Okay, so for mine, mine is super gorgeous, and it's tealy green. (laughs) Climb onto my bosom little skein. (laughs) So she said, I wa- I've been wanting to spin for you for the longest time, and when I saw this roving, it had to be yours. I'm calling it Pandorka, partly because of the color and shine, partly because Rory. It's 75% BFL and 25% silk, but I'm not sure since I blended it thoroughly and evenly. Do not care, Welda, it is gorgeous, and you spun for me! Oh my god! This is quite possibly my favorite Doctor
0: Who-inspired colorway that has ever been evered. I have been hoarding this skein forever, and when I decided to send it to you, I may have gone back to her Etsy shop to order another pretty much straightaway. I love it that much. Let's see if I ever make anything with that skein or hoard it again with the rest of my dragon stash. There is nothing <laughs> wrong with the dragon stash. But yours is from... How do you pronounce that? Care? Quare?
1: Qu- One of those quare? two. Quare? Q-U-A-E-R-E. Fiber. fiber. And it's in the Vincent and the Doctor... Color way. Way. You can find it at Q-U-A-E-R-E dot Etsy com
0: Sparkle sock yep. Merino
1: it's- nylon And Stelina What is Stelina? It's the silvery stuff oh, okay, got it, got it It's pretty Like so dark blues And little bright hits of gold Gold and orange Oh, wow And just feel that Mm-hmm Look at my pretty It's so shiny And beautiful <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to think Of something special To go with this Okay so that's okay. Number two. number two. Shall we do number three? Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Five number three.
0: Three I'm is Harry Potter. Potter inspired. I love, love, love the scent, and it's kind of gorgeous.
1: <laughs> Fox. Would be... Mine says, "Can you smell what the dragon is cooking?" And this one, this egg will also sing in the bath. Fox would be proud. That's what I have. Oop. It's from. <laughs> I have the Dragon's Egg Bath Bomb. Phoenix Rising Bath Bomb. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Look at that color. Ooh. It's pink and sparkly. It's pink and gold and bronze and... oh! Mine is white. Oh, it's very citrusy. Yep. Mmm. With little bits of colors in it. Ooh. Oh, my God. That's... I think I know what I'm going to be doing after work tomorrow. Oh, God.
0: Okay. Okay. four... four?
1: <laughs> oh, Karen to open hers first, my uh, I, yeah, Yep, I've
0: got it written here. Karen okay, to open hers so. first. But it's a Lord
1: of the Rings theme. Oh my god. She says I wanted to give you both something special, something uniquely Kiwi and geek-tastic at the same time. So. Weta to the rescue. This particular design is called the Seal of Thorin. From Weta's website. From the South Island of New Zealand, these natural river stones have been cut from the peaks of the Southern Alps that feature so prominently in the Hobbit. Ground by mighty glaciers, washed out to the sea by the Rakaia, Ashburton, Hines, and Rangitata rivers, and finally washed up on the shores of... I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. K- Rete spit. Pretty little cloth bag. Oh, it's a pendant. It's a rock. The it's river a rock. talisman <laughs> on a pendant with a little seal in it. So pretty.
0: Can I open mine? Yes, go. Okay. I love this one more than I can say. It is so special, and I hope you love it. This particular design is called the Ring of Galadriel. So it represents Galadriel's power and Nenya, from Weta's website. From the South Island of New Zealand, these natural river stones have been cut... Okay, from the same thing as yours. Yeah.
1: What of these little pieces of New Zealand. Same little cloth bag. Acorn! Yes, with an acorn, acorn. actually. An acorn button.
0: Ooh. Oh, I remember this design
1: from her ring. Yes, little flower design. And this mine's is in a dark gray stone and yours in it is an almost white stone. This is
0: Nenya, the ring of adamant, and I am its keeper in place of a dark lord you would have a queen not dark but beautiful terrible as the dawn and treacherous as the sea and str- sorry was i going somewhere <laughs> wow i don't have a goddess complex right now one more one more one more ooh, ooh random fandom random fandom mythology random
1: fandom firefly oh
0: my god you didn't
1: oh my god <laughs> She says, I had to include something Firefly related. I just had to, and something to enable your love of movie sock knitting. So, boom, a more compact than average sock knitting box bag made of Firefly-themed material. Happy movie sock knitting. Oh my god! I know what somebody's taking to Ultron. Yep. It's a little box bag with fabric that has sayings from Firefly. Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Carolyn? Yes? It has kniffed stouts.
0: Ooh. Look at this This is Circe's Revenge. Oh no, that's yours, that's yours. Nope. It is my pattern, Circe's Revenge. Based on the myth of Circe turning Scylla into a sea monster. It's not actually available to purchase or download until June. The yarn is MCN. That may be Scylla or Skyla because it's a Greek myth mm-hmm. and I may read them, but I may not, I don't pronounce Greek very that well. That is but.
1: super pretty.
0: And it is in seafoam green. Ooh,
1: that's perfect.
0: <laughs> that is so pretty. And we do understand what it is to receive knitted things. We know what you have done. We know what magic you have wrought in it.
1: <laughs> oh, and there's one more thing in the bag. Oh, yeah. Chocolate! Magic! <laughs> I have milk chocolate. I have dark <laughs> and twenty cents from every block goes to the Starship Foundation.
0: Mine's best before December nineteenth of this year. That—that's not going to be a problem. Yeah, this will be gone in days. <laughs> Awilda, you've spoiled us so completely much. Completely rotten. Oh my God, we love you. And you're not getting away with it. <laughs> you are one hundred percent not getting away with this. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you much. So
1: much. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Eep,
0: eep. Oh, wow. I'm wearing this on the ride home.
1: I'm going to have to think of something special to do with this. And all the yarn smells like lush now, I know! <laughs> Isn't
0: that one of the best parts? <laughs> god, I love sticking my nose in this package. That could really be taken the wrong way. I don't care. Eep. Okay.
1: Okay. Yes. We right. need to end this.
0: <laughs> we need to end this so that we can roll around in this, you know, Yes a little bit. All right, everybody. Like we said before, we are really sorry about the delay. We did try to do a video podcast.
1: Yes, and we wanted the hundredth episode to do something special, so we tried new technology, and to new technology fucked us.
0: Yes, it didn't like us. The technology gods were not with us, so we didn't want you guys to have to wait any longer. We're just doing the regular pod, the regular episode podcast. And we're just telling you, hi, it's our 100th episode, we love you! We made it, we love
1: you! We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. No, we
0: frickin' wouldn't be here. You know, we'd be doing this... Because if nobody
1: listened, it would still be sort of like, meh. Meh. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, we love you guys. And, I should mention, you know, we mentioned a little while having a contest with some cool prizes for our 100th episode. Of course, I haven't posted it yet because it took forever to get to the 100th episode. But yes, I will post everything... There will be a separate thread for contest entry that has includes pictures, include, but it will include nice things like, oh, I don't know, a super cool tard- like project bag that looks like the TARDIS. <laughs> and seeing as we're going to... Uh, and a Hobbit journal and a couple other really cool things. And we're going to be going to a frolic very soon, so... Yeah. Yep, and there will be a skein of indigo dragonfly design... Indigo Dragonfly yarn, named after certain characters from Sherlock, which the winner will get to pick one of two skeins. So yes, so look at the Ravelry group after this episode goes up. There will be a separate thread for contest, because what we'll probably do is we will ask you a question. For you to answer in, the, it's not going to be a skill testing question or anything like that. It's going to be more like, what have you learned? What have you discovered in the last 100 episodes that was new to you? Either you know within the podcast you know, what or makes, outside it.
0: What uh, what fun have you had? Or what what was the super coolest moment?
1: Yes. But to to enter the contest, you will have to provide an answer to that question, and it'll be in the thread so that you can post one single answer to that post. If you post more than one thing, you will be disqualified. So, just post the one thing, and then we will do a draw from that once. (laughs) I'll say, like, I'll put a a closing date in the thread. It'll probably be at least, like, two weeks after the opening date of the thread. I will not say what the date is now, because fuck knows when I'm going to get this put up. But yes, so check the Ravelry group for contest. I'll put the contest stuff on the website, too. Are on the blog too, so that if you are listening to us and you're not on Ravelry, you can just post a comment at the blog and I will add you to the list.
0: Okay, everybody. Okay. Thank you for Bye-bye. listening. Bye bye.
1: Thanks for listening. You can find old episodes or our show notes at our blog knitonegeek org. That's K N I T one, G E E K two, mt dash P O C K E T S dot O R G. You can also find them at our Ravelry group. Just search Knit 1 Geek 2 in Ravelry's groups feature. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can leave a comment at the blog, comment on our Ravelry group, or you can send us an email at knit 2 at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at knit1geek2. Thanks, and keep geeking on.
0: Between Mario Lopez and Brian Reynolds as starring it. No, 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 no. 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 No.
1: Ah. Uh, Damn Ryan. it.
0: <laughs> Come on. Courtesy of Ryan Ryan Reynolds.
1: Right. Admittedly, it's like cuz with Ryan Reynolds and like there's like one or two other guys, I the three with the three of them, I I'm kind of face blind with those guys. Yeah. They all look the same. Yeah,
0: I know. I know. Yeah. It is Ryan. Reynolds. Yes,
1: Ryan, Ryan, Ryan okay. Reynolds. Okay.